Hello, you're listening to the Greek to Me podcast, a daily discovery of the New Testament scriptures one word at a time. We hope today's podcast helps you better understand and appreciate God's word. January 2, Apostolos. In 1 Peter 1, verse 1, as Peter introduces uh, two amazing letters, this first one here, he writes this as an introduction. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the elect sojourners of the dispersion of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. And so here in this introduction, I, I want to point out how Peter describes himself, that the, the office, the identity, uh, the, the title he gives himself here, Peter, an apostle. So the word here for apostle, as it, it sounds very sim- uh, similar in the English here, is apostolos, uh, sounding similar there to the Greek apostolos. This is, uh, interestingly enough, the same word, just the verb form of what Jesus uh, describes of uh, the, the action that he received by being sent from heaven and how he sends us into the world. In John 17, Jesus says this, praying to the Father, as you sent me into the world, I also sent them into the world. So here Jesus is using the verb form of apostolos. He's he's saying, I have been apostled into the world and I also apostle them into the world. And so in a very real sense, in probably the most uh, basic and profound sense, Peter is an apostle, having been uh, sent by Jesus. Uh, Jesus himself describes him, himself as being apostled, and he is an apostle, making us as followers of, of Jesus Christ, receiving the, the commission, the delegation to uh, be sent into the world to spread the gospel, are also apostles. We, as Christians, are apostles. There's one significant distinction that the scriptures also make. You'll notice that these scripture writers uh, who could heal on demand, significant, powerful, visible, immediate healings, all throughout Acts it's described as the apostles um, are making these sort of uh, bold verbal claims, speaking on behalf of God and verifying it through powerful works of signs and wonders. In a very real sense, there is a capital A apostle here being demonstrated before us, and a a lowercase apostle, which all who, after the writing of Scripture, are as Christians. The capital A apostle, as we see in the early part of Acts with the replacement of Judas, they're, they're, they're filling one of the apostolic seats on the bus that had been vacated by Judas. And to fill that role, they had to find someone. Really, they, they rolled the dice and prayed about the landing of the dice, having already chosen two men who qualify, and the rolling of the dice in prayer was simply to choose between them. But the men who they had chosen were men who met the qualification of a capital A apostle, who were men who were chosen by Christ himself to follow him, men who were uh, witnesses, eyewitnesses of the life and ministry of Jesus, and men who were eyewitnesses of the resurrected Christ. This is the, the criteria they use in the introductory of their prayer. 
uh, Jesus, these are men who meet the qualifications. They, uh, they, they measure up not, not only in character, but they have been chosen by you, seen you in your ministry and in your risen state. Now, Jesus, would you choose uh, by nature, providentially, of how the dice land, will you choose them as apostles, being capital A apostles, significantly, uniquely used by God to either record scripture, to speak on behalf of God, verified by signs and wonders. So in this case, we are not capital A apostles, but we are lowercase a apostles. And earlier I mentioned the most profound basic meaning of the word is really sent ones. These uniquely used and uniquely sent apostles are not simply better or more than today's apostles just because they could do these more powerful, profound works. They were just simply used by God in unique ways. We, as significantly as they, are uh, carriers of the gospel message, making us just as significant to the plan and work of God as they were in their own way. We are apostles. We have been sent. We are delegates. We are messengers of and ambassadors of the gospel, officially commissioned by Christ himself uh, through his saving and through his sending. One, one pastor, a theologian, is even quoted to say, that all Christians are either missionaries or they are imposters. It's inconsistent with who we are to claim Christ and not go, to not be missionaries, at least in our own way. Certainly, folks in the church uniquely gifted, some more than others, to be more effective than others in our evangelism, in our starting of outreach in churches and ministries, in the leadership of those ministries, and all that's fine and good. We have been gifted uniquely by God to meet all the needs of his church. And yet, in a, um, in a basic sort of way, we are all missionaries. Perhaps our audience is smaller. Uh, perhaps it's, it's more uh, of a strain or, or a difficulty to, to see fruit or to see progress uh, for some than others. And yet, none of us are off the proverbial hook. We know that hospitality, too, is a gift of the Spirit, and yet we are all called to be hospitable. It simply flows and, and kind of comes out of the pores of some people more than others. And yet evangelism is the same. Some might be uniquely gifted for it, but we are all called to it. We are all at some point either missionaries in our own way, or we are, as Christians, imposters. We, we are inconsistent, uh, behaving inconsistently with really who we are by nature, and so we see this, this idea of apostles being sent ones, uh, really consistent with Christ's own great commission. We are, in fact, after all, called to go. To, we, are, we are sent there by nature of the great commission to go, whether it's across the street and knocking on our neighbor's door or across the world, to go and to make disciples being sent as apostles.